Well, the official Twitter account for Canadian soccer is calling it the Frozen Fortress. Canada looking to qualify for next year's World Cup in Qatar. Faces a couple of big games uh, against Costa Rica and Mexico tonight and Tuesday. These are home matches. This is going to be played on Canadian soil, specifically Edmonton's Commonwealth Stadium. Now, it is November, of course, uh, and I suspect maybe the players from Costa Rica aren't quite used to November Alberta weather. Today's looking not bad. Tuesday, well, that might be another story. Uh, in any event, there's a lot to be excited about when it comes to this uh, Canadian men's soccer team. It's been a long time since we've been able to say that. Big story, obviously, has been uh, Alfonso Davies and just what a remarkable talent this young man is. And the homecoming, returning to the city he grew up in uh, to play for his country. Well, joining us uh, to talk more about the uh, game tonight, the game Tuesday, and just this remarkable story of this team. Derek Van Dies joins us, uh, who's the national soccer columnist for Post Media. Derek, uh, thanks for joining us here this morning. Uh, look, I'm going to this game. I'm super excited. And uh, this is going to be a massive, massive crowd, isn't it? Yeah, it, uh, it is, it's looking like it's going to really work out. The weather kind of held up. I think this is as nice as you can ask for uh, on November <laughs> November 12th. There's no snow on the ground. Uh, by, I think by kickoff, they're expecting it to be plus two or in that zero-degree range. So that's kind of what they were looking for. And Canada hasn't played in Commonwealth Stadium since 2008 was the last time the men's national team had a game in Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, that, they played Mexico in October that year uh, on the World Cup, on the, trying to qualify for the World Cup. So it's a big game. Uh, it's a big stage. The long, players are really excited. They've been talking to them for the last three days. And uh, I think it's going to be a special night here uh, just in, in, in Edmonton sports history because just the, the amount of people that are they're expecting at the stadium. And hopefully Canada comes up with, with a big performance and, and a big win on the road to Qatar. Yeah, and I remember, I think it was about 20 years ago or so, Canada had found some magic at the uh, Gold Cup, which is kind of like the, the CONCACAF tournament. But otherwise, I mean, you know, it's Canadian women that have really dominated the soccer story in this country. What, what, what's been the issue with getting the men up to that level? Well, I think the biggest issue for the men for a long time is that there were just no places for uh, young players to play once they got out of university and colleges. There was no professional leagues in, in Canada and in North America. And I think that started to change a little when, when the MLS came around and Toronto FC was formed and they developed a soccer academy to try and develop young Canadians for their team. And then you have the, Montreal, the team in Montreal. Uh, now you have the team in Vancouver. And so they, they really kind of helped get those young, talented players uh, and develop them at a young age. Without Vancouver, without the Vancouver Icaps, we may not have an Alfonso Davies because they took him as a 14-year-old from Edmonton and they, they put him in their residency program. And, and he got to practice and play with, with high-level talent and develop that way um, in order to become eventually an MLS player. Now with the, with the Canadian Premier League, that opens other avenues as well for for young Canadian talent uh, to go play uh, professionally after they're done university. And I think that's the big step for Canadian soccer is having a place for these players to, to play at home. I mean, they, it's a stepping stone from the Canadian Premier League to the MLS to, to some other European clubs. And I think we're seeing the dividends of those those MLS teams and their soccer academies and developing young Canadian talent. And, and a lot of these, these players on the team now have gone through those academies and have been part of that 
that system that wasn't around for for, for so long, um, and that, I think that was really hindering the Canadian the, the the men in Canada because after university you just had nowhere to go. Yeah, it's such an important point. I mean, look, obviously there, there's never going to be a team in Canada or North America for that matter that'll be of the stature of of a Bayern Munich. But the fact that Canada's churning out players that can not only make it to that level but thrive in that level, I mean, that, that's what we've got in Alfonso Davies. Just what, what a remarkable talent. Yeah, he's a special talent. He's he's obviously a gifted player, and it, 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 it's, he's a proud Canadian. He, obviously, everyone knows his story. He was born in Ghana, and his and his folks moved to, to Edmonton as refugees. And and then he was he was given a lot of help, I guess, when when he got here. You have organizations like Sports Central that donated a bike to him and his yeah. brother when they were young, so he could get to school and get the soccer practices. You have free foot, free footy here in town that allowed him to play organized soccer when maybe his parents didn't have. The, the 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 means to put him in organized soccer, and then you look at St. Joseph's Academy, and and they recognize this talent, and, and they brought him in, and they kind of developed that. So he had a lot of help along the way, and I think that's what makes this story great is that Alfonso was was he's a diamond in the rough, but they really had to kind of help develop and, and refine that. And I think you're seeing the, the fruits of that now. And then I think he recognizes that. And that's why he's a proud Canadian. He recognizes that he didn't get to Bayern Munich by himself. He had a lot of help along the way. And then I think by trying to help Canada qualify for the World Cup, it's kind of his way to repaying all those people that kind of helped him get to where he is right now. Okay. So heading into these next two games, now the, the top, I think it's the top three from this region automatically qualify for the World Cup, correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And so obviously, so you've got you've got the U.S. and Mexico. They're kind of the the big two. And then after that, it is up for grabs. So the fourth place team would still have a path to qualify. There's there's, um, you know, a a playoff that would occur. But uh, Canada is is still in the running for the top three spot, aren't we? Well, yeah, they're actually in the running for our top two. And, and if you ask the players, they want to finish top of the group. Uh, and they're wow. only four points behind Mexico. And Mexico plays the United States today. So there's going to be some, some movement there. Some one team is going to not be able to get, gain points. And I think that's the attitude of this Canadian team right now. They're saying, hey, we're not competing for the third spot. And they're not willing to just grant the U.S. and Mexico about top two spots. They want to catch Mexico. They want to catch the United States. They want to win the group. And I think that's kind of the difference between this team and perhaps other teams in the past that were trying to qualify. Other teams in the past hadn't even made it to this final stage. There's a lot of teams in Conquer Camp, and there's a lot of stages you get to to where you are here with eight teams left remaining. It, it used to be six teams, but they kind of expanded it. Uh, they had to change the qualifying process a little bit due to COVID, uh, the, the pandemic. But Canada has never made it, hasn't made it this far in 25 years. They haven't got to the final stage of qualifying in 25 years. And now that they're here, they don't just want to go for that fourth spot or that third spot. The fourth spot, you'd have to, you still have a chance. You, you'd have to play a playoff with a, with a team from another region, from South America or from, mm. from Europe or Asia or, or what have you. So, but I think they're eyeing, they're eyeing the United States, if they win today and the United States loses, they'll jump into second place and, and they'll have Mexico in their sights with Mexico coming here on Tuesday. So I think they're looking at this going, hey, we have a great opportunity to take over top spot in the group and not just finish third. So I think that's, and you're looking at, you're talking to these players and they, I, they have that confidence and they have that belief that, okay, not only can we qualify, but we can qualify as a top team in the region. Yeah, it's quite something. So we'll see how it all goes uh, tonight. Costa Rica, Tuesday against Mexico. Derek, thanks for the update here this morning. Appreciate it. 
Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, Rob. All right. Uh, Derek Van Deest is national soccer columnist uh, for Post Media. His thoughts on this uh, remarkable Canadian team.